Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hi, it's Francisco. I hope you enjoy listening to this edition of the Arsenal Audio Program. Premier League, Wednesday, January 3rd, 2018. Arsenal vs Chelsea. Kickoff, 7.45pm. The contents. The boss, Arsene Wenger. The captain, Per Mertesacker. Voice of Arsenal. Exclusive player interview, Petr Cech. Young Gun. Match action, Arsenal vs Liverpool. Unseen. In the mix. Community. Match action. Crystal Palace versus Arsenal. Visitors. Chelsea. Culture. Match action. West Bromwich Albion versus Arsenal. Teens. The boss, Arsene Wenger. The boss discusses the highs and lows of the Christmas period. Arsene was talking to Rob Kelly. We played excellently at Crystal Palace, but you could see against West Brom that the legs were a bit heavy and we had to show more mental strength and desire to do it. In the dressing room, the players were very tired, but also very disappointed, because they felt a sense of injustice. When you have given everything, it is difficult. We had a big handicap, as West Brom had five days to prepare, and we had three. The schedule is unfair and we also had to deal with what we thought was a very harsh decision. Talking will not change anything. We can just say the players gave everything. I feel we had a focused game on New Year's Eve. We didn't give chances away defensively, and we lacked a little bit of zip to be maybe more dangerous or take advantage of the dangerous situations we created. Over Christmas, we know that we will have these kinds of games. It's just about how you come out of it. The most important thing is to score, to lead 1-0, and not to give any chances away. We did that, and I must say the team did well in their defensive focus in our last two games. I mentioned the issues with scheduling, and I wouldn't reduce the Christmas period because it's something that I find absolutely attractive and fantastic for England. The Christmas schedule makes it special for the whole world. I would like to keep that. I would just like the teams who play against each other to be on a fair level. 
We play Chelsea tonight. We played three days ago. And you would want that Chelsea has played three days ago too. West Brom played against us three days ago and played against West Ham last night, who had not played for a week. It's not fair. We have to play every day. I have no problem with it as long as the opponent we play has played every day as well. The Premier League has to do something about that. If you want to be the best league in the world, you have to be fair. At the moment, the competition is not fair. I think we could organise the competition better in a more fair way, considering that you just respect that the recovery days are the same for the two teams that play against each other. You cannot have one team that has not played for five days and one team that has played two days ago. It doesn't work. I would say the rhythm of the game adapts itself to the level of the players. We have the squads. We have the scientific studies now on the recovery of players. We know what is going on, but of course you need two teams to be at the same level. Playing so soon after the West Brom game means that we had to dedicate most of our time before tonight's match to recovery. It's basically 80% recovery and 20% training. We picked up two injuries at West Brom. Sayed Kolasinac is out and will be for at least two weeks. When I spoke to the medical staff about Laurent Kojelny, they were pessimistic with regard to his involvement this evening. We already have Nacho Monreal, Olivier Giroud and Aaron Ramsey out, plus Mesut Ozil, who might have a little chance of featuring tonight. Callum Chambers has played in our last two games, and I feel he has done well. He's more mature. He played a full season at centre-back in the Premier League last year. In the first game, he was a bit more nervous, but in the second game, you could see that he had settled in well, and he's done well. I think his loan spell at Middlesbrough gave him the belief that he has the level to play in the Premier League, that he can do it. That kind of belief gives you confidence, and from the confidence, you can express the qualities. For Callum, those qualities are immense, because he played in the Premier League as a right-back four years ago. He's getting to an age where he's more experienced to play at centre-back, and more efficient too. Per Metasaka came off the bench on New Year's Eve and we were once again reminded of his superb mentality and what a super professional he is. He has a capacity to focus every minute of every day and that's very difficult. I see him personally as a guy who can come in at any moment or even start the games during periods in the season. It gives him a little bit of time as well to focus on his next job. It's difficult to combine because he already has an eye on the academy, but he does that very well. I must give him credit because he does it exceptionally well. He doesn't give anything away in training, and you could never guess that next year he'll be in a different job. Enjoy the game. The Captain Pair is determined that we get 2018 off to the best possible start. There's no doubt that the result on New Year's Eve was a frustrating one for us, especially given that we took the lead late on. We had a lot of possession for the majority of the game, but we didn't look that decisive with the ball. In those games, When you get a goal, you need to make sure you get the three points, 
We gave the referee the chance to make the decisions for the penalty and that's really disappointing because we limited them to not making any chances. But we allowed Kieran to get into the box and hit a cross into Callum's arm from a very short distance. It was a bad decision for us, but I don't want that to distract from the fact that we could have been more decisive and effective with the possession we had. When you look back, it's easy to just focus on the decision, but in 2018, I want to make sure that we push ourselves harder and that we're not distracted by decisions. We need to be more precise and dominant in possession and put more pressure on our opposition. The determination to start this year on the front foot is huge. We're back at our house tonight and want to implement what we learned at West Brom. It's vital that we turn up from the start. Everyone knows the importance of this game, so let's deliver. We've had a few injuries recently, so we need to all make sure that we step up. We've spoken so many times about the depth in our squad, and now is the time for us to show that. Players that haven't played much in the Premier League have still had time on the field because they've been used in the cup competitions. And now they are getting their chance in the league too. We have some good recent memories against Chelsea, but while that gives you a good feeling, it doesn't mean anything tonight. They have a clever manager, clever players, and they will give us a big challenge tonight. We need to match them physically and start on the front foot. We've had lots of intensity in our home games and want to continue with that. At Stamford Bridge, I felt we were very good, hitting them on the break and defending really well. Last season, we beat Chelsea 3-0 by defending from the front and then hitting them on the break. We were excellent in transition on that day. They changed their system after that game and it worked well for them. But that was an excellent performance at the Emirates and my message to all is that we need to make sure our home is a fortress in 2018. We need to be together. The fans, the staff, the players, everyone plays a big part in generating the atmosphere, both fans and players, required to be successful here. We need to back each other on the pitch and off it. When the atmosphere here is at its best, we really benefit from it. Our 2017 home record was generally good, but there's always room for improvement, and we're all determined to show that. Tonight is an important game in context of the top four. It's very tight near the top. Of course, Manchester City are clear at the top, but if you look below them, it's open. We are in the mix and want to be a part of that. Now we're in a position where we can't afford to drop many points because of how close it is. We need to push ourselves to make sure we are on the front foot and to affect the outcome positively. We need to be very focused and concentrated on what we put in, not just tonight but for the rest of the season. I've entered my final year as a professional and I must say that I'm feeling good about 2018 and the challenges that will come with it, both as a player and after I retire. 
As always, I'm very focused on what's in front of me and what I can affect. I want to train hard and give my all. I'll always be there when I'm needed with anything. I feel really well and good about the situation. Finally, I wanted to wish you all the best for 2018. There's still a lot to play for this season and together we can achieve a lot. We really appreciate your support. Happy New Year. Voice of Arsenal. Happy New Year. On behalf of everyone at Arsenal, we'd like to wish you all a very happy new year and all the best for the next 12 months. This is our first home game of 2018 and our recent record when kicking off the year makes for encouraging reading. We've only lost our first home fixture of the year once in 21 matches under Arsene Wenger against Manchester City in 2013. We last played Chelsea in our first home game of the year on New Year's Day 2003 when a Marcel Desailly own goal plus second-half efforts on Giovanni Brown-Bronckhorst and Thierry Henry gave us a 3-2 victory at Highbury. Here's our full home record and opening matches of the year under Arsene Wenger. 1997, Arsenal 2, Middlesbrough 0, Premier League. 1998, Arsenal 0, Port Vale 0, FA Cup third round. 1999, Arsenal 0, Liverpool 0, Premier League. 2000, Arsenal 0, Leicester City 0, FA Cup 4th round. 2001, Arsenal 1, Chelsea 1, Premier League. 2002, Arsenal 1, Liverpool 1, Premier League. 2003, Arsenal 3, Chelsea 2, Premier League. 2004, Arsenal 4, Middlesbrough 1, Premier League. 2005, Arsenal 1, Manchester City 1, Premier League. 2006, Arsenal 0, Manchester United 0, Premier League. 2007, Arsenal 4, Charlton Athletic 0, Premier League. 2008, Arsenal 2, West Ham United 0, Premier League. 2009, Arsenal 3, Plymouth Argyle 1, FA Cup 3rd round. 2010, Arsenal 2, Everton 2, Premier League. 2011, Arsenal 0, Manchester City 0, Premier League. 2012, Arsenal 1, Leeds United 0, FA Cup 3rd round. 2013, Arsenal 0, Manchester City 2, Premier League. 2014, Arsenal 2, Cardiff City 0, Premier League. 2015, Arsenal 2, Hull City 0, FA Cup 3rd round. 2016, Arsenal 1, Newcastle United 0, Premier League. 2017, Arsenal 2, Crystal Palace 0, Premier League. Played 21 games, won 11 games, drew 9 games, lost 1 game, 4-31, against 11. Record breaker. Arsene Wenger broke a Premier League record at West Bromwich Albion on New Year's Eve when he took charge of his 811th match in the competition. The manager surpassed Sir Alex Ferguson who managed Manchester United 810 times in the Premier League. The boss's first match in charge of us was the 2-0 victory at Blackburn Rovers on October 12, 1996, in which Ian Wright scored twice. Here's his full league record. Played 811 games, won 468 games, drew 198 games, lost 145 games, for 1,525 against 782. Congratulations to Petter. Congratulations to Petr Cech, who made his 100th appearance for us against Liverpool just before Christmas. 
Since joining from tonight's opponents in 2015, Pettis become a vital member of our squad, keeping 43 clean sheets to date. Our 2017 home record. We brought the curtain down on 2017 at the Emirates with a thrilling 3-3 draw against Liverpool in our last home game of the year. We've played at home 28 times in all competitions in 2017, winning 22 matches, drawing three times and losing on three occasions. We won 15 out of 19 Premier League matches, including 13 of our last 15. In fact, our record of 12 consecutive league wins between April and December was our best since moving from Highbury. We scored 44 goals in the league at the Emirates in 2017, conceded 16 and kept 11 clean sheets. In the cup competitions, we won seven of the nine matches we hosted, scoring 20 times in the process. Here's our full home record from the calendar year 2017. Played 28 games, won 22 games, drew three games, lost three games, 464 against 23. Matchball sponsor. This evening's matchball sponsors have sent in the following message. Welcome to our guests from www.playermatch.com and a happy new year to all you from the Ticket Hall Limited. A special Christmas day. We played host to 40 men, women and children who have left local authority care at a special event on Christmas day. The group were identified by Go Forward Youth at Islington Borough Council to take part in the event where they came together to play football and games before tucking into a Christmas meal cooked by Sarah Danson, who finished runner-up in 2011's MasterChef. They also watched films and heard a surprise message from Arsenal players. A number of Arsenal volunteers helped run the day alongside Go Forward Youth, so thank you very much to all. Coming up. Saturday, the under-18s are at Aston Villa. Sunday, it's Nottingham Forest away in the third round of the Emirates FA Cup. Sunday, Arsenal women travel to Chelsea. Sunday, our under-23s are away at Liverpool. February fixtures rescheduled. We can now confirm that our following games have been rescheduled as a result of TV selections. Arsenal vs Everton, Saturday, February 3rd, 2018. Kick-off, 5.30pm, previously 3pm, live on BT Sport. Tottenham Hotspur vs Arsenal, Saturday, February 10th, 2018. Kick-off, 12.30pm, previously 3pm, live on BT Sport. Arsenal vs Manchester City, Sunday, February 25th, 2018. Previously, February 24th. Kick-off, 2.05pm. Now live on Sky Sports. Please note that this game is subject to Carabao Cup final participation and or FA Cup fifth round replay participation for either team. The standard TV selections have now been made up to February 28, 2018. Ordinarily, fixtures up to this date will not now change. However, as ever... All fixtures remain subject to change and circumstances may yet arise that result in further fixture changes. On this day, 2017, we come back from 3-0 down to draw 3-3 at Bournemouth thanks to three goals in the last 20 minutes. Holloway Road replacement works. Supporters should be aware that until Monday, January the 8th, the A1 Holloway Road will be closed by Digswell Street and Highbury Corner Roundabout due to bridge replacement works. The replacement works will affect fans who usually travel through this area for tonight's game. Construction will affect journeys in different ways at different times. Other changes include traffic flow will be maintained on Highbury Corner Roundabout, although temporary changes will apply to the way traffic uses the roundabout from December 22, 2017 to January 3, 2018. Temporary changes to bus services between Highbury Corner and Holloway Road, Nags Head. Temporary changes to walking and cycling routes at Highbury Corner. For more information, please visit tfl.gov.uk. Above and beyond. 
Congratulations to Adam Mehmet, who went above and beyond with his programme-selling skills against Liverpool before Christmas. Adam deservedly won a Puma bag, and we'd like to thank him for his sterling efforts on the evening. If you think one of our programme sellers has gone above and beyond, please let us know by emailing programme at arsenal.co.uk. Ref Watch, Anthony Taylor. This evening's referee is Anthony Taylor from Withenshaw. The 39-year-old knows tonight's fixture very well. He took charge of our 1-0 Community Shield win over this evening's opponents in 2015 and our Emirates FA Cup final success last May. This will be our second match with him in charge this season. Mr Taylor refereed five of our matches in 2015-2016, four last season and one so far this campaign. 2015-2016 Community Shield, Arsenal 1, Chelsea 0, 1 yellow card. Premier League, Arsenal 3, Manchester United 0, 1 yellow card. Premier League, Arsenal 1, Newcastle United 0, 2 yellow cards. Premier League, Arsenal 4, Watford 0, 1 yellow card. Premier League, Manchester City 2, Arsenal 2, 1 yellow card. 2016-2017, FA Cup qualifiers, Arsenal 5, Lincoln 0, 2 yellow cards. Premier League, Middlesbrough 1, Arsenal 2, 2 yellow cards. FA Cup final, Arsenal 2, Chelsea 1, 4 yellow cards. 2017-2018, Premier League, Arsenal 3, Bournemouth 0. Totaling 14 yellow cards for Arsenal. Played 9 games, won 8 games, drew 1 game, lost none, 4-23 against 4. Anti-Semitic and discriminatory chanting of all kinds is offensive to home and away supporters alike and will not be tolerated. If you witness any form of offensive chanting at the match, you can report it to a matchday steward or use our See Something Say Something service by texting FOUL to 6777 together with a description of the incident. We are proud of the diverse nature of our team, our supporters and wider community. Thank you for your support and enjoy the game. Kits are talking point. Due to colour clashes with all three Arsenal kits and West Brom's home kit, the Gunners were forced to sport an unfamiliar all-red outfit with white sleeves, of course, at the Hawthorns on New Year's Eve. After consulting Andy Kelly from the Arsenal history, it would appear the last time he wore red shirts and shorts was when Terry Neal's side travelled to Loftus Road on April 11, 1978, to take on Queen's Park Rangers, very nearly 40 years ago. The match ending in a 2-1 defeat, despite Liam Brody scoring from the penalty spot for the Gunners. In the 1970s, this alternative strip was used on a number of occasions. Tune in to Arsenal Weekly. Have you heard about the Arsenal Weekly podcast? Available on arsenal.com every Monday, the show is free and features all the latest from the club, including action and reaction from the weekend game, an exclusive player interview, a chat with an Arsenal insider, an Arsenal history lesson, a tactical heads-up on our next opponent. Fans wanting to get involved can tweet questions to hashtag Arsenal Weekly. Women set for semi. Arsenal will face Reading women for a place in the WSL Continental Cup final on Sunday, January 14th at Adams Park with a 2pm kickoff. The teams have already met in the competition's group stage and the Gunners will be looking to avenge a 2-1 defeat in Meadow Park in November. Arsenal have won the Continental Cup four times in its six-year history since it replaced the older Premier League Cup in 2011. The only other team to lift the trophy are holders Manchester City women, who also beat us in the 2014 final. The first of three. Tonight's match is the first of three we'll play against Chelsea this month after we're drawn against Antonio Conte's side in the Carabao Cup semi-final. Here's a reminder of when those games will take place. 
Chelsea versus Arsenal, Stamford Bridge, Carabao Cup semi-final first leg, Wednesday, January 10th, kick-off 8pm. Arsenal versus Chelsea, Emirates Stadium, Carabao Cup semi-final second leg, Wednesday, January 24th, kick-off 8pm. Bristol City face Manchester City in the other semi-final and if we progress we would face the winner of that game in the final Wembley Stadium on Sunday, February 25th. Bag it. Win with Arsenal and Puma. In every domestic programme this season, the club's kit partner Puma are giving away travel bags. Just answer this question to be in with a chance of winning. Alexis, Meza Ozil and which other player scored in our 3-0 home win over Chelsea last season? Email your answer, including your full name and address, to programme at arsenal.co.uk or tweet at Arsenal Magazine. All entries to us by Friday, January 12th, please. One entry per person. Exclusive player interview. Petra Czech. Born Pilsen, Czech Republic. May the 20th, 1982. Joined Arsenal from Chelsea on June the 29th, 2015. Previous clubs, Jamal Blosny, Sparta Prague, Rennes and Chelsea. Stats, Petra won the first Golden Gloves Award in 2004-5 with a record 24 clean sheets. He has won the award a joint record four times. Tied with Joe Hart, most recently for the Gunners in 2015-16. Prior to the West Brom game, he sat second in 2017-18, to one clean sheet behind Manchester United's David De Gea, who has ten. Petrocek's standards never drop. The man who recorded 162 clean sheets over 11 years at Chelsea has managed 37 in 87 league games for the Gunners, and his record this season is nine from 20. Before facing West Brom, that left him on 199 Premier League sheets, one away from extending his record into uncharted territory. It's a record that, when it comes, is likely to stand for some time. David James has 169 clean sheets, but is 47 and, sorry David, unlikely to make a comeback now. Petra's closest active rival is Joe Hart on 122. The England stopper is only 30, but he has a long way to go to catch a true legend of the game. Now, as he stands on the verge of history, Petra talks to the matchday programme about what it takes to reach the top, analyses the goalkeepers who have influenced both his own game and the wider football world, and names the players he's loved watching during those quiet moments between the posts. First question. Petra... 200 clean sheets is an incredible number. As someone who has excelled in this league for so long, what do you think marks out the best goalkeepers at this level? Petra answered, It's about consistency. If you want to keep your place in the best league in the world, then you need to be consistent and spot on with your preparation and make sure the manager picks you. It's a special position on the pitch. Most of the time, you only use one goalkeeper. The backup one has a very hard job. You support and train every day, needing to make sure you are ready when your chances come, but your chances are limited. So, as a number one, I always try to make sure I stay a number one by being consistent and training well. 
That gives you a chance to play every game at the level you need to be, and this is the only way you keep your spot in the team, so this has always been my target. Day after day I come in and work as best as I can to try and improve myself and make sure I'm ready to compete and play as best I can. Next question. Which goalkeepers in the Premier League and beyond have you admired over the years? He said, When I was growing up, you had those like Schmeichel, Kahn and Van der Sar. Later on, there was Buffon, and if you talk about consistency, you can see Buffon playing until 40, because if you look after yourself, you work hard, then if your body can cope with the pressure, you are still able to go on. Then you had Casillas playing for many, many years with Real Madrid. There are so many examples of that. For example, Edwin van der Sar, when he came to England, he was almost 34, and basically he then had his most successful spell. So you can see that if you work well and your body allows you, then you can play until very late if you do the right thing. Next question. Does that mean you have 40 as a target in your mind? Petra said, well, as I said, I try to do my best every day, look after myself and make sure I'm ready and prepared to compete every day. If my body allows me to do that and my motivation stays the same, to wake up every morning and come and do the same things all over again with 100% commitment, then I will be happy to play on. I think you reach points in your career where your body tells you to stop or you just get to the point where you think, you know what, it was a great journey, but it's better to stop it here. At this moment, I don't feel like that, so let's see how it will go. Question. How have the goalkeepers you mentioned earlier influenced your career? He answered, with Peter Schmeichel, you could see his huge presence in the United goal, and I think at that time he had a different approach to any other goalkeeper. Everybody else played on the line, and he was more advanced, he was more aggressive in his position, cutting down the angles, and he wasn't afraid to take more risks. So that was something you look up at and you think about. His presence and influence in the box was big. Edwin van der Sar, when he started playing for Ajax, suddenly they used him as a defender when they needed to keep possession. When there were difficult moments, they just passed it back to him. That was the first time you saw that, a team really using the goalkeeper as a member of the team. He wasn't just there to take goal kicks and be there to save the ball. From then, you realise this is the way forward, because why wouldn't you use an extra player if you can? Nowadays, it's one of the basic skills that the goalkeeper has to have. I mentioned Gianluigi Buffon. He started very early, and then Ica Casillas when he started at the age of 16 or 17 with Real Madrid. Obviously, he's only one year older than me, and I was thinking, if he can play at the age of 17 at this level, why couldn't I? You get reassured that everything is possible if you work hard and if you are ready, then you have a chance to do it regardless of what people say about a goalkeeper needing to be 30 years old. Pepe Reina started when he was 18 with Barcelona as well. Then you realise it's not about the age, it's about the quality. 
I started playing in the Czech League when I was 17, so I think it helps that you can see the examples around and suddenly people started to think about qualities rather than age. The new generation now has an advantage because you don't wait for people to turn 30 to have experience. If they are 18 and they are good enough, you put them in and you take them through the learning process. I would mention Oliver Kahn as well, because I had a chance to watch the Bundesliga a lot in Czech Republic and I could see what a character he was for Bayern Munich as well. Next question. You have spent your whole Premier League career with Chelsea and Arsenal. Which players on both sides did you enjoy watching? He answered, Well, I always love to watch Burkamp. It's a bit unfair to choose just one player because you have so many fantastic players and I was so lucky to play with so many unbelievable players in both teams. But first, when you watched Dennis Burkamp play in his prime, it was just amazing to see what he could do. His vision, his thinking, the execution of the passing and changing the pace and space and technique and goals. He had everything. The first time I played against him, I was aware that everything can happen. You watch him on TV, and then you play against him with your club, and you know you have to be aware. At Chelsea, I played with so many fantastic players, so to choose one is very hard. But one player I did love to watch was Deco. It was absolutely amazing to watch him play and train with such ease and class. He could do anything you imagined with a football, and it was fantastic. It's the same with Santi. If you just look at Santi, you think, wow, because he's just on a completely different planet. If we were in this room, and it was five against one, he would probably still get past us with such ease that you wouldn't even think it was possible. These are always the kind of players that mark your memories, because they are so amazing to watch. Last question. This game marks the end of a busy festive period in the Premier League. Where do you stand on the winter break debate? Petra's last answer was, We should have one, but not during the Christmas period, because it has such a great tradition in this country. I wouldn't change that, because it's really special in England. I would play this whole frantic and charged period of December and the first week of January, then I would give the second week of January as a week off to everybody. That week, or the five days if you just count weekdays, would give time for people to recharge and mentally people would refresh. I don't think it would make an impact on anything, because if you think that we usually finish in mid-May, then the FA Cup final is a week later, followed by international games in early June. So, for people who finish in mid-May, they still have to train and do whatever they do, because they still have to go to the national team. There is still three weeks and 90% of the Premier League players go to their national team. It's not really like you would enjoy more time off. If the season finished one week later, it would make no difference. So yes, I am definitely for the break, but I would do it in January. Petro was talking to Michael Donlevy. Young Gun. The next generation in their own words. Zeke Medley. Born Greenwich, July 9th, 2000. 
height 194 centimeters. School Howard School and Clin School. Joined December 2016. Position Centre Back. Boots Nike Tiempo. Signing a professional contract this summer after my 17th birthday was a dream come true for me. I was at Chelsea as a youth player for many years, but Arsenal are the club I've always supported. The club and coaches have shown that faith in me and advised me to carry on working hard to keep improving. They've told me good things will follow, so that's what I'm doing, working hard. Since signing professionally, I featured more regularly for the under-23s, which was a target of mine at the beginning of the season. I've played half a dozen times now, which is more than I expected back in the summer. The recent Christmas break came at just the right time for me. I'd picked up a niggling groin injury in the FA Youth Cup victory a few weeks ago, and the break has allowed me to rest it. I'm pleased I didn't miss any games, and I reported back for training with the under-23s last Friday. So I'm looking forward to hopefully helping both them and the under-18s win trophies. We're well-placed, and I believe we have a very realistic chance of winning silverware on many fronts. I want to make my contribution. I also want to carry on developing and am working on improving my heading, which I feel will not only make me a better defender, but also help me score goals for the team. I'm almost 6 feet 5 inches, and this year I've been playing on the left of a back 3, which I've really enjoyed. I've played left back in the past, and my new role helps me draw on that experience. I'm also able to work on defending against smaller, nippier players, being able to keep low when I need to, and turn even more quickly. I want to improve in every area. I'm comfortable on the ball, and I'm also looking to further improve my distribution and ability to start attacks from defence. Per Mertesacker has also been a big help. Per is going to be the head of the academy from next season, but he's already started to get to know the players, and he watches us in training and in games. He also spends time with us, and he has helped me with ideas and pointers as to how I can improve. He gets his message over very easily, and we're comfortable about going to him to talk about ways of improving in various areas. Today we play Chelsea, and as always it's a big game. I think if we carry on the way we played in the second half against Liverpool, we'll do very well. They have a few youngsters that I know, and Ethan and Pardew may be involved. Me and Eddie Enketia were with him at Chelsea, and I'm happy that he's getting closer to the first team there. We had to move on, and I'm happy for any young player coming through, but especially for Eddie and the impact he made when he came on for the first team. He was released from Chelsea and has worked hard to recover from that setback and is driven by repaying the faith Arsenal showed in him. It will be a tough game, but if we take the chances that we will create, 
I fancy us to take three points. The Lowdown. Who has been the biggest influence on your career? My brother. What's the best aspect of your game? Stepping into midfield. And what do you still need to work on? Defensive positioning. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Which team did you support as a boy? Arsenal. What's been the greatest moment in your career so far? Winning a tournament for my country. Which current player would you most like to play against? Romelu Lukaku. If you could score any gold, which would it be? Zidane's volley in the Champions League final against Bayer Leverkusen. What's your most valued possession? My feet. Aside from PE, which was your best subject at school? 3. English, French and music. What other sports are you good at? Table tennis and basketball. You choose. Nando's or KFC? Nando's. Stormzy or Jay Huss? Jay Huss. Messi or Ronaldo? Messi. Champions League or World Cup? World Cup. Instagram or Snapchat? Snapchat. HomeKit or AwayKit? HomeKit. Netflix or Amazon Prime? Netflix. Sliders or flip-flops? Sliders. Long-range gold or dribble through the team? Dribble through the team. Beach holiday or city break? Beach holiday. 40 metres or 400 metres? 40 metres. Early mornings or late nights? Late nights. Anatomy of Arsenal Academy. Vision. Robbie Burton. Under pressure. Me. Heading. Joseph Olowu. Commitment. Talaji Bola. Strength. Steffi Mavididi. Trainer. Danny Bullard. Touch. Vlad Dragomir. Right foot. Ben Sheep. 
match action. Arsenal versus Liverpool. Friday, December the 22nd, 2017. 7.45pm. Premier League. Game number 29. Venue, Emirates Stadium. Referee, Martin Atkinson. Attendance, 59,409. Arsenal 3, Liverpool 3. Arsenal goals, Alexis, 53, Shakar, 56, Azil, 59. Name, Czech. Number, 33. Bellerin, 24. Kozilny, 6. Monreal, 18. Substituted with Mustafi in the 46th minute. Maitland-Niles, 30. Wilshire, 10. Shakar, 29. Iwobi, 17. Yellow card. Substituted with Welbeck in the 78th minute. Azil, 11. Alexis, 7. Substituted with Walcott in the 89th minute. Lacazette, 9. Substitutes. Ospina, 13. Mustafi, 20. Kolasinac, 31. Coquelin, 34. Elneny, 35. Welbeck, 23. Walcott, 14. Liverpool goals. Coutinho, 26. Salah, 52. Firmino, 71. Name, Mignolet. Number, 22. Gomez, 12. Lovren, 6. Clavin, 17. Robertson, 26. Henderson, 14. Substituted with Milner in the 13th minute. Can, 23. Salah, 11. Coutinho, 10. Substituted with Ox-Chamberlain in the 84th minute. Main, 19. Substituted with Wijnaldum in the 80th minute. Firmino, 9. Substitutes. Carriers, 1. Alexander-Arnold, 66. Wijnaldum, 5. Milner, 7. Layana, 20. Ox-Chamberlain, 21. Solanka, 29. Match stats. Total shots. Arsenal 11, Liverpool 14. Shots on target. Arsenal 4, Liverpool 9. Corners. Arsenal 7, Liverpool 8. Offsides. Arsenal 3, Liverpool 1. Fouls. Arsenal 9, Liverpool 11. Possession. Arsenal 54%. Liverpool 46%. Man of the match, Masoud Azil. Match facts. There have been 27 goals in the past five PL meetings between these teams, an average of 5.4 per game. There were 388 seconds between Mo Salah putting Liverpool 2-0 ahead and Masoud Azil scoring to make it 3-2 to Arsenal. This was the 28th and final home game of 2017. We won 22, drew 3 and lost 3, scoring 64 and conceding 23. First half. 
Arsenal went from two goals down to lead this Christmas cracker of a game, but had to settle for a point. Liverpool settled quickly into the game and, if we're being honest, took a deserved lead midway through the first half when Philippe Coutinho scored his first-headed goal for the club. It was slightly lucky in that James Milner's cross cannoned up off Laurent Kozilny for the Brazilian to head past Petr Cech, but the visitors were on top and could well have extended their advantage, but for some wayward finishing and some excellent work from Czech. Second half. Liverpool did finally double their lead early in the second half, when Mo Salah's strike deflected in off substitute squadron Mustafi. But that simply sparked the Gunners into life, and Alexis got a stunning comeback underway by heading in Hector Bellerin's cross a minute later. The game was barely back underway when Granit Xhaka smashed a long-range strike past Simon Mignolet, and barely two minutes later, Masoud Azil put Arsenal ahead with a deft chip. Liverpool weren't done, though, and Roberto Firmino salvaged a point with a fierce shot. Unseen Arsenal October the 15th, 1938 George Swindon gives it some welly. Petrocek knows better than most that the role of the goalkeeper has changed over the years. These days you're expected to dash off your line to snuff out attacks, link play and pick out forward passes with pinpoint accuracy. Yet it wasn't so long ago that all you were expected to do was stop shots and, when the opportunity presented itself, welly a rock-hard chunk of leather as far up the field as you could which is precisely what George Swindon is doing in the photograph in the hard copy of the programme as defending champions Arsenal take on Chelsea at Stamford Bridge in 1938. Swindon is something of an unsung Arsenal hero, a loyal servant to the club for 18 years as a player before a four-year stint as manager, during which time he was unable to build on a promising start. He won three league titles across three decades as well as an FA Cup, but it could have been so much better. George joined the Gunners from 2nd Division Bradford City in April 1936 and made his debut that September in a 2-0 defeat at Brentford. Two years later, he was a league champion, yet he only made 17 appearances that season after sharing the gloves, incredibly, with both Frank Bolton, 15 appearances, and Alex Wilson, 10. He worked as a physical training instructor for the Army during World War II, but continued to play for the Gunners and was an ever-present when Arsenal won the league in 1947-48. He was also between the posts for the 2-0 win over Liverpool in the 1950 FA Cup final, but by this point was facing competition from new arrival Ted Platt. Not that this phased the Yorkshireman, in 1951-52, he played all 42 league matches for the first time since winning the title. The following season, he was usurped by the great Jack Kelsey, yet his 14 appearances were still enough to earn him another medal as the Gunners won the league again. He left the club to become player-manager of Peterborough United in February 1954, aged 39, with 297 appearances and 95 clean sheets to his name. 
but were it not for war, not to mention the policy of rotating goalkeepers, he would surely have been a lot closer to Petracek's tally of clean sheets. Further perspective. 1. Arsenal lost this match 4-2, but did win the reverse fixture 1-0 at Highbury the following February. The Gunners failed to defend their league title and finished 5th in Division 1, with Chelsea 20th out of 22 teams. Further perspective, 2. The Gunners finished 3rd under Swindon in his first season as manager in 1958-59, although subsequent finishes of 13th, 11th and 10th meant he wasn't offered a new contract at the end of the 1961-62 season. In the mix, everything you need to know and plenty you don't about an Arsenal-based topic. Arsenal on social media. 1. Arsenal launched a Twitter account in April 2009. We now have 12,650,651 followers. 2. We have sent more than 77,000 tweets. 3. Half of our Twitter followers are 18 to 24, with 41% aged between 25 and 34. 9. Our official Instagram account was launched in December 2012. 8. Our next opponents in the Europa League, Ostersunds, have 8,110 Twitter followers. 10. The top four most liked pictures of all time on our Instagram page all feature Alexandre Lacazette. 11. The most liked ever was the Lacazette signing picture, which was liked 544,891 times. 12. We have posted more than 5,000 times to Instagram and have 10 million 463,359 followers. 19. Between kickoff and for the time of Cohen Bramble's debut in pre-season, his Twitter following rose from 1,000 to 14,000. 18. We have got more than 500,000 followers on Snapchat. 4. A video of Olivier Giroud's scorpion kick in June gained more impressions than any other in 2017. 11,11,799. 5. 20% of our followers are English, with the United States 7% and Nigeria 6% making up the top three. 6. Of our first-team squad, only two players, Granit Xhaka and Frances Coquelin, are not on Twitter. 7. Mesut Ozil has the most Twitter followers of any Arsenal player with 20,555,832. 13. The split of Instagram followers is 85% men and 15% women. 
14. Our most viewed video on Instagram is Alexis being nutmegged by Gabriel in training last season. More than one and a half million views. 17. Our Arsenal Facebook page has 37,003,719 followers and 37,913,397 likes. 16. Our most viewed YouTube video is Mesut Ozil's Ultimate Eleven, 3.9 million views. 15. We have 725,984 subscribers on our YouTube channel. Community. Check out part two of our 2017 review in pictures from the community department's Twitter account, displaying some of their outstanding work. Follow us on Twitter at AFC Community. In the hard copy of the programme, there are some photographs with the following captions. July. Our employability scheme is celebrating five years this year, with over 350 participants gaining employment. Hashtag employability. First stop of the day with at Gunnosaurus at Rutherfield Primary School in Islington for their summer fair. August. We've got at Piccadilly FC, the Piccadilly Lions team with us today for a stadium tour and friendly match against our staff. So great to have at Kush Jumbo visit our at Free From Torture group today. Some thought-provoking discussions. How do you fight stereotypes? September. Hashtag Arsenal Gap Coaches looking at coaching session structures before going hashtag back to school next week. It's the second qualifying round of the hashtag Emirates FA Cup this weekend. We've taken our trophies to visit everyone at Laycock Primary. Welcome back to at AFC Community at Mertesaka. First match of the new season for our at PL Communities hashtag PL Kicks lads in the Camden Sunday League. October at Nick Irwin 1, Head of Academy Sports Science and Medicine, Millwall FC, delivers an insightful lecture to our BTEC students. November our hashtag Arsenal Gap Coaches are supporting at Stonewall UK hashtag Rainbow Laces campaign. December. Looking back at our inclusion day with the at MU underscore foundation at the weekend. Huge thanks to at BT Sport and at PL Communities for supporting the day. Thank you at Leah C. Williamson for visiting us at the Arsenal Hub. Find out which lucky groups got to meet Leah soon. Match Action Crystal Palace versus Arsenal Thursday, December the 28th, 2017, Premier League, game number 30. Venue, Selhurst Park. Referee, 
Michael Oliver, attendance 25,762, away fans 2,920. Crystal Palace 2, Arsenal 3. Scoring for Crystal Palace were Townsend in the 49th minute and Tompkins in the 89th. Playing for Palace were 1. Speroni, 34. Kelly, substituted in the 80th minute. 5. Tompkins, 6. Dan, 15. Schlup, 10. Townsend, 7. Cabet, substituted in the 53rd minute. 4. Milivojevic, 8. Loftus-Cheek, substituted in the 70th minute. 17. Benteke, and 11. Zaha. Substitutes were 13. Hennessy, 24. Fosumansa, who came on in the 80th minute, 44. Riederwald, 3. Van Anholt, 18. MacArthur, who came on in the 53rd minute, 42. Ponchion, 26. Sarko, who came on in the 70th minute. Match stats, total shots 16, shots on target 2, corners 5, offsides 1, fouls 12. Possession, 35%. For Arsenal, the scorers were Mustafi in the 25th minute and Alexis in the 62nd and the 66th minutes. Playing were 1. Czech, 21. Chambers, 20. Mustafi, 6. Koscielny, 24. Bellerin, 10. Wilshire, 29. Shaka, who was substituted in the 87th minute, 31. Kolasinac, 11 Ozil, 7 Alexis, and 9 Lacazette, who was substituted in the 75th minute. Substitutes were 13 Ospina, 16 Holding, 34 Coquelin, 30 Maitland-Niles, who came on in the 87th minute, 17 Iwebe, 23 Welbeck, who came on in the 75th minute, and 14 Walcott. Man of the match was Jack Wilshire. Match stats, total shot 16, shots on target 9, corners 4, offside 3, foul 7, possession 65%. Match facts. Arsenal have won more Premier League London derbies, 120, than any other side. Alexis has had a hand in 13 goals in his past 15 Premier League games, 10 goals, 3 assists. Jack Wilshire has now started four consecutive league games for the first time since March 2014. Roy Hodgson has won just one of his last 12 league games against Arsenal. First half. Arsenal returned to winning ways with a hard-fought victory at inform Crystal Palace last Thursday. The visitors made a bright start, passing the ball around crisply and looking to exploit the host's high defensive line, but it took 25 minutes of probing for the breakthrough to come from an unlikely source. Palace goalkeeper Julian Speroni palmed Alexandre Lacazette's shot to his right, only for Schroeder Mustafi to arrow home a precise first-time finish from a tight angle. More goals should have followed, yet somehow... Palace survived to the break at 1-0 down. Second half. The Gunners were made to pay for not extending their lead when Andros Townsend swept home Wilfried Zaha's cross within five minutes of the restart. Fortunately, it wasn't decisive. Although the hosts were buoyed by the goal, Arsenal responded and regained the lead when Lacazette laid the ball off to Alexis and the Chilean powered the ball inside the near post. Four minutes later, Alexis scored again, 
collecting Jack Wilshire's long pass on his thigh before tucking the ball home. James Tompkins pulled one back late on, but the gunners held on. There are seven photographs with this report, apart from the one under the score line. The full-page photograph has the caption, Schroeder Mustafi fires home an opening goal any striker would have been proud of. Then the six photos on the following page have the captions clockwise from top left. Schroeder celebrates. Alexis restores Arsenal lead and makes it three just moments later. Teammates congratulate the scorer. Jack Wilshire breaks past Johan Kabe, then celebrates victory at the final whistle. The Visitors Chelsea The reigning Premier League champions have much to look forward to in 2018. A brief history, formed 1905. Stadium, Stamford Bridge. Capacity, 41,631. Manager, Antonio Conte. Record win. 13-0 v Jeunesse Horserage in the 1971-72 European Cup Winners' Cup. Record appearance maker, 795 from Ron Harris. Record goal scorer, 211 with Frank Lampard. While the likelihood of Chelsea lifting a third league title in four seasons looks remote, the West Londoners are well placed to claim the top four place that will gain direct access to next season's Champions League group stage. Furthermore, Antonio Conte's side are still active on three other fronts, with a busy January bringing not only an FA Cup third round tie at Norwich City this coming Saturday evening, but also home and away Carabao Cup semi-final fixtures against Arsenal, the first of them at Stamford Bridge in seven days' time. In Europe, Chelsea have a mouth-watering Champions League round of 16 tie with Barcelona to look forward to. The Blues could only finish runners-up in their group to Roma, drawing three all at home to the Serie A side before going down 3-0 in the Stadio Olimpico. But with Atletico Madrid also in their section, it was no mean feat to qualify for the knockout phase. A last gasp 2-1 victory in Spain proving crucial. Convincing champions of England last term, in Conte's maiden season as manager, Chelsea got off to a bad start in defence of their title when, after losing the Community Shield on penalties to Arsenal after a 1-1 draw at Wembley, they were beaten 3-2 at home by Burnley on the opening weekend of the campaign, a match in which they also had Gary Cahill and Cesc Fabregas sent off. However, they bounced back with a 2-1 win at Wembley against Spurs and the only further points they dropped in their opening six league games came with a nil-nil draw at home to Arsenal. Back-to-back defeats, however, were to plunge Conte's men into a mini-crisis, a 1-0 home loss to Manchester City making a significant dent in their title ambitions 
before they surrendered their first away points of the campaign and going down to a shock 2-1 defeat at Crystal Palace, who went into the game having lost all of their opening seven Premier League fixtures without scoring. Over the past couple of months, however, Chelsea's form has been impressive, especially at home. Boosting their points tally has not been quite so straightforward on their travels, with draws on both of their trips to Merseyside, 1-1 at Liverpool, 0-0 at Everton, and a defeat in their most recent London derby, 1-0 at West Ham in early December to give David Moyes an unlikely first win as Hammer's boss. Powerful and confident, and with the likes of defender Antonio Rudiger, midfielder Tiomu Bakayoko, and striker Alvaro Morata, having been added to their 2016-17 title-winning team. Chelsea are sure to make tonight's encounter an uncomfortable one for Arsenal. One suspects also that last season's 3-0 defeat here, one that prompted a 13-match winning run for Conte's men, will be used as a source of motivation as the Blues seek to get the new year off to a successful start. Club Culture Great Scots Just before Christmas, North East members representing Arsenal Scotland Supporters Club visited the Royal Aberdeen Children's Hospital to donate two much-needed portable DVD players. Active member Kevin Carey, North East Rep Linda Sharp and ASSC Club Secretary Kaz Moyer also visited a number of patients to present them with a variety of festive selection boxes. Kaz thanks ASSC for encouraging local support across all areas and special thanks to Linda and Kevin for giving up their time to help with the visit. Welcome Arsenal Australia. A warm welcome to more than 30 members of Arsenal Australia at this evening's game. We hope the group have a fantastic evening here at Emirates and they have brought over the winning ways of their cricket team, not England's. Get involved. If you would like more information on how to set up your own supporters club or are part of a group of fans who would like official status, please contact supporters liaison officer Mark Brindle via email at mbrindle at arsenal.co.uk. We will then send you an application form, covering letter and guidelines with further information. Being part of an official supporters club offers fans a number of benefits. The club will be entitled to use a personalised club crest, the logo, on its headed paper, membership cards, etc. This will be provided to the club by Arsenal in due course. The club will appear on arsenal.com within the supporters club section. Specified members of the club will be entitled to access the Arsenal Supporters Club's extranet, via which they will be able to contact Arsenal, order tickets and join the Arsenal Supporters Club's forum and news boards. The club will have the opportunity to be involved in nominating and presenting a Player of the Year award. The club will have the opportunity to appear in the club culture section of the matchday programme. 
The club's members will be entitled to attend stadium tours at times outside of normal opening times. Nominated representatives of the club will be entitled to attend twice-yearly meetings between representatives of the various Arsenal supporters clubs and Arsenal officials. The club will be able to produce a limited number of its own personalised merchandise featuring the personalised supporters club logo. For more info, please visit www.arsenal.com slash supportersclubs slash setting hyphen up hyphen your hyphen own hyphen club. Match action. West Brom v Arsenal. Sunday, December 31st, 2017. 4.30, Premier League, game number 31, West Bromwich Albion 1, Arsenal 1. Venue, The Hawthorns, referee Mike Dean. Attendance, 26,223, away fans, 2,800. Match stats, total shots, West Brom 14, Arsenal 14. Shots on target, West Brom 3, Arsenal 4. Corners, West Brom 5, Arsenal 6. Offsides, West Brom 1, Arsenal 2. Fouls, West Brom 14, Arsenal 9. Possession, West Brom 35%, Arsenal 65%. Man of the match, Callum Chambers. Match facts. Arsenal have scored in all 24 of their Premier League games against West Brom. The best 100% record in the competition. This was the Gunners' 59th and final game of 2017. Arsenal played in red shirts and shorts for the first time since April 11th, 1978 v QPR at Loftus Road. West Bromwich Albion scorers Rodriguez with an 89th minute penalty. Number 1. Foster 25. Dawson 26. Hegazi Number 6. Evans Number 3. Gibbs Number 8. Livermore Number 10. Phillips Substituted 72nd minute Number 18. Barry Number 4. Robson Carnu Substituted 75th minute. Number 19, Rodriguez. Number 11, Brunt. Substituted 72nd minute. Substitutes. Number 14, McLean. Brought on 72nd minute. Number 17, Burke. Number 2, Enyom. Brought on 75th minute. Number 5, Jacob. Number 23, McCauley. Number 20, Krychak, brought on 72nd minute. Number 13, Myhill. Arsenal scorers, McLean with an 83rd minute own goal. Number 33, Czech. Number 24, Bellerin. Number 31, Kolasinac. Substituted 37th minute. Number 21, Chambers. Number 6, Gorzilini, substituted 72nd minute, 
Number 20, Mustafi. Number 29, Zaka. Number 17, Iwobi. Substituted 74th minute. Number 10, Wilshire. Number 9, Lacazette. Number 7, Alexis. Substitutes. Number 4, Mertesacker. Brought on 82nd minute. Number 13, Ospina. Number 14, Walcott. Number 34, Coquelin. Number 23, Welbeck. Brought on 74th minute. Number 30, Maitland Niles. Brought on 37th minute. Number 35, Elineni. First half. In an even first half, both sides had chances. Early on, Petra Cech saved a J. Rodriguez header after a good cross from Matt Phillips, swiftly followed by Alexandre Lacazette carving out a shooting opportunity which was deflected wide. Arsenal, sporting an unusual all-red strip, then saw Alex Iwobi hit a swerving effort at goal on the half-hour, which was turned wide by Ben Foster. Before the Gunners suffered a blow as Sead Kolasinac limped off before the break on what was an attritional last match of 2017. Second half. The first chance fell to Lacazette, who tested Foster with a stinging drive on the hour. Lauren Kozilny then limped off, replaced by skipper Per Mertesacker, before Iwobi tested Foster once again. Czech then saved from Rodriguez with Hector Bellerin blocking James McLean's follow-up. With seven minutes remaining, Craig Dawson brought down Alexis, whose free kick deflected off McLean to give the Gunners the lead. A controversial late penalty after Callum Chambers handled at point-blank range allowed Rodriguez to level the scores from the penalty spot. Teams for Arsenal manager Arsene Wenger, red shirts with white sleeves, white shorts and red and white socks. 2. Mathieu Debussy 4. Per Matasaka 6. Laurent Kozielny 7. Alexis Sanchez 8. Aaron Ramsey 9. Alexandre Lacazette 10. Jack Wilshire 11. Mesut Ozil 12. Olivier Giroud 13. David Ospina, goalkeeper 14. Theo Walcott 16. Rob Holding 17. Alex Iwobi 18. Nacho Monreal 19. Santi Carzola 20. Shkodran Mustafi 21. Callum Chambers 22. Jeff Huen Adelaide 23. Danny Welbeck 24. Hector Bellerin 29. Granit Xhaka 30. Ainsley Maitland-Niles 31. Siad Kolasinac 32. Tuba Akpom 33. Petra Jack, goalkeeper 34. Francis Coquelin 35. Mohamed Elneny 43. Josh Da Silva 44. Vlad Dragomir 47. Charlie Gilmore 50. Dan Ilyev, goalkeeper 54. Matt Macy, goalkeeper 58. Marcus McGain 61. Reese Nelson 62. Eddie Nketiah 63. Jordi Osetutu 65. Ben Sheaf 69. Joe Willock 
For Chelsea, manager Antonio Conte, blue shirts, shorts and socks. 1. Willie Caballero, goalkeeper. 2. Antonio Rodiga. 3. Marcos Alonso. 4. Cesc Fabregas. 6. Danny Drinkwater. 7. Angola Cante. 9. Alvaro Morata. 10. Eden Hazard. 11. Pedro. 13. Thibaut Courtois, goalkeeper. 14. Tiamu Bakayoko. 15. Victor Moses. 16. Kennedy. 17. Charlie Musondo. 21. David Zapacosta. 22. William. 23. Michi Bachuai. 24. Gary Carhill. 27. Andreas Christiansen. 28. Cesar Aspilicueta. 30. David Lewis. 35. Jake Clark Salter. 36. Kyle Scott. 37. Eduardo, goalkeeper. 44. Ethan Ampadu. 66. Dujon Sterling. 70. Callum Hudson Odoi. Officials. Referee Anthony Taylor. Assistant referees Adam Nunn, Lee Betts. Fourth official Craig Pawson. The Arsenal Foundation. Helping young people fulfil their potential through education and sport. Hello, this is Arsene Wenger. That brings us to the end of this audio production of the Arsenal Match Day program. Arsenal Junior Membership 2017-18 Always ahead of the game. Become a Junior Gunner today. Awesome competitions. Cool membership pack. Chances to meet your heroes. Join now. Alwaysaheadofthegame.com forward slash junior. Step left, around and together with the right. Premier League. Download the official Premier League app. Manage your fantasy team and get the latest Premier League news. Free to download. Download on the App Store. Get it on Google Play. We are the Arsenal. New 1718 kits. ArsenalDirect.com. Free £10 voucher every order. And terms and conditions apply. <laughs> 